What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. Today is episode 180. It is March 27th, 2023, and we are going to be going into all things MLB. Opening day is this Thursday, and I am joined with Nico and Brooklyn, and we are kind of bricked for some baseball, you know what I'm saying? What's going on, everybody? I'm hype, bro. Uh, hey, come on now. Yeah, we do. We are repping. We are repping the sets currently. We are repping the sets today. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, we all know that we're gonna have some, at least moderate success out of our teams this year, bearing any crazy crisis. But there are a lot of things. Yeah, exactly right. But there are a lot of things and a lot of teams and a lot of free agents that moved and trades and injuries and money that got thrown around. I mean, if there's anything that happened this offseason, there was money getting just tossed at everybody and the mama. And so we're going to go into it. Uh, do you guys want to start with just teams or like teams you feel like might be high? How do you guys want to start this particularly? Um, man, I think we should, I think we should just go get right into, to the best of the best of the players right now who we're thinking right now is the hottest of the players. I mean, we just had the WBC kind of just wrap up mm -hmm. um, a few stars. We got to see play in the game. Um, and, you know, I feel like some with some momentum the WBC kind of brings, uh, could very well play into some of these teams kind of going into it. You know, our boys Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, kind of two leaders on their respective ball clubs, definitely are going to take that into their season with the Angels, right? You know, they haven't been too crazy of a playoff contending team at all, really. Um, so it'd be very interesting to see just kind of how they kind of go from there. Um, but yeah, like MVP talk the list goes on of guys who are really kind of plausible coming into the season of MVP talk where you can go from pitchers to hitters to just who else? The young guys, new guys, you know, there's so many, so much new talent um, with a couple of guys coming from overseas this season. This is going to be a very exciting season for baseball, I will say. I, I fully um, agree with that too, because we're, we're coming in off of, a really really lit WBC where like you said a lot of momentum is going to be coming in plus we got a lot of rule changes this year and that's just going to up the momentum too I, I bring it up all the time playing every single team is going to keep things fresh you don't got to play your division team 18 times it was 18. yeah 18 it's times too many, it's like, too many. they know at this point it makes it tough for the playoffs too especially when you when you know um You've seen these teams kind of all year round, right? I mean, it's give or take. It's all about perspective and how you look at it. Um, but it does just give that opportunity more more than anything for the fans, uh, for us to kind of explore and see that. Like, imagine living uh, in Tampa and you wanting to see your Seattle Mariners or your Oakland A's that are across the dang country, and you have to wait until 2026 when Oakland A's come into town yeah. to Tampa for once or you know it kind of makes it fresh and gives more fans the opportunity to see their respective ball clubs and really for the players too to travel around the uh, the, the, the the state really in the country see different states different cities that's a big thing as well um I feel like that people aren't aren't in, in looking at in this whole picture they're thinking more of like ah oh, changing the game of baseball but it's more about the fans more about the interaction it's going to grow the game as well because the regular fan isn't watching Diamondback games. They're not watching, like, Reds games. I mean, I hate to say it, they're probably not even watching Rays games if they're on the West Coast. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. these are just smaller um, 
market teams that aren't really being shown. So now you got the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Astros, who are going to be playing these teams who they might have not normally played unless, like, you get the weird inter interleague game every so many years. Yeah, and that's, like Nico said, every three, four, five years. I mean, the yeah. Yankees are playing the San Francisco Giants opening weekend. What? Uh -huh. Like, what? That's crazy. That's no? crazy. And, you know, MLB did that because Judge was going to go to either San Francisco or New York, and he's going to play in New York no matter what. It was a good narrative. They, they knew what they were doing. But, no. like, script having the, the scripts go crazy, dude. But having that be available is uh, super nice. And the accessibility, like, people that watch the Dodgers probably don't know anything about the Rays besides the fact that the Dodgers own them in the World Series. And, like, right. that's probably it. And right. now they can go watch them in L.A. and try it. That game will probably sell out. They'll be, like, a pretty lit environment whenever they go there yeah. next. And, like, that'll be cool. To an, to an attest to that, I remember specifically, too, year, I'm not sure exactly when it is, man. Time flies by. But a few years ago, the Dodgers actually came into Tampa one weekend and then we in, like, one of those crazy interleague games. And the Dodgers hadn't been to Tampa since they were probably the Devil Rays at, at that time, right? So... Like going, yeah, exactly. Seeing seeing the Dodgers come to that weekend, I remember being like, "Oh, dude, like let's go see the Dodgers. Like let's yeah. go see the Dodgers play." Like I'm a big Rays fan, but bro, how crazy would it be to go see Clayton Kershaw pitch live? I was at the bullpen, and he was in the bullpen, sitting just chilling pregame, you know, doing his thing, talking, hanging out with some of the guys. Kenley Jansen came through, a couple of these guys signing balls. So again, just to kind of bring it back, it's all about the fan experience uh, more than anything, and I'm sure those guys in LA. We're excited to come to Tampa, right? You know, guys from the ball club are from everywhere. So, you know, yeah. guy might have been coming home to his hometown. In Tampa For the first time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, I also feel like when it comes down to record-wise, a 100-win team is going to mean a lot more now than it ever has, in my opinion. Because now you're not accounting for 40 of those wins to be against the Orioles or, like, the Rockies or, yeah. or stuff like that. Like... If you got a hundred plus wins, you're you're played really, really good. You played everybody. Everyone. Everybody. No. Like, there's no argument of like, oh, but once they play these National League teams, they're they're not gonna hold up. They did. Yeah. They beat yeah. them. I, I also like it for the same kind of idea, but kind of on the inverse, right? The American League East has been the class of baseball for the better part of two decades now, right? Yeah. I mean. At any given moment, there are three teams in the AL East that could legitimately make a run and get to a World Series, right? And that's not true for any other division, really. Like, there's flashes, right? The NL West at times look good. The NL East at times looks good. But, like, generally speaking, the Centrals don't look great. They just don't. And so now you're telling me Baltimore gets to take you know, 20 games off their schedule, or however, you, however many it winds up shaving off against the AL East, they get to play the Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Rays less, and go play the Cubs, Reds, Brewers, Cardinals, Pirates. Like, oh, they're looking at their chops, dude. They're like, hey, man, I mean, hey, that might be tough games, but it's not the Yankees. It's not the Blue Jays. Like, we don't got to get tortured by Judge again. Like, thank goodness. Yeah, these, these bottom feeder um, teams and divisions are going to be a lot better now. And it's going to be fun. Hopefully. Hopefully. And yeah, tough yeah. to bottom feeder teams in tough divisions. In tough divisions. Yeah. yeah. If, you're, oh, if you're the Rockies Oakland this year, you're going to yeah. get yeah. Oakland, Oakland and Colorado. And Colorado and they're not going to be good. They're not going to be good.
Kansas so City, how, maybe you get like an extra 10 wins. Nice. So spe speaking on like the new rule change, how do you guys feel uh, about no shifting? Um, that's a big I mean, thing. Uh, no shifting, not a big fan of that? Well, no. Well, they're, sh they're still shifting, it's just restricted. So yeah. like, Very, you have to have two guys on put, or two yeah. guys on each side. Yeah, the field. there's definitely yeah. enough room to still shift though, and so um, I wish it was even a little bit more restricted, but like it's fine. Um, having we not and not having four infielders on one side is pretty nice. Yeah, I love yeah. that. And like now, if you want to bring an outfielder in to play like a deep second base, where we would see a lot in the shift. Now you got to move your right fielder in, center fielder over, left fielder over. It just creates now, like now it's actual a lot gaps. More yeah. Risk. Yeah. Like yeah. It's not just oh we're we're gonna spread everybody out. No, you're running thin on the defensive side. Yeah. Also like, go ahead. Dude, but, this is this is a Corey Seager coming out party. Corey Seager's gonna hit like 440 this year because he's gonna get balls through the shift now, <laughs> and he's gonna yeah. be so happy. That contract's gonna look like a, a fire sale because of how many hits he's gonna be getting extra. And there's a lot of guys that are gonna benefit from that. And I do think it sucks in like an era where we're finally starting to get away a little bit from batting average, but it still lingers. And batting average still is at least prevalent to an extent. Like, people last year will tell you Corey Seager sucked or Anthony Rizzo, like, wasn't great despite the home runs. And it's like, listen, guys, you got to look at how many outs were taken away from the shift and how many they're going to gain from it being gone this year. And, you know, advanced stats matter a little bit, but when they don't turn into results, like, who cares? But yeah. Babbitt is going to matter for them now. Like, the discrepancy between, like, Corey Seager's Babbitt and his actual batting average was, like, 120 points. That's insane. <laughs> Like, you're hitting yeah, balls that time. hard that, like, you should be hitting 340, but, like, you're not. Sorry, dude. Get wrecked, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, the one thing I, I uh, think is going to happen that people are thinking is going to go away with the restricted shift is, like, hits up the middle being outs. Those are still like outs. Those they're are still, still going to happen because you yeah. can still put uh, yeah. the shortstop or second baseman, like, a foot off the bag. Yeah. And, and Those still are still outs. Right up the yeah. middle. Those are still outs. Like, It'll, it'll help us right down the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This makes it very close. It just make it just gives them a little bit, a little bit more, you know, tighter space to kind of think about um, with some of the hitters. And like you said, for some guys like Rizzo, these guys are probably you know licking their chops. Dude, with this new Max Muncy's he's gonna um, go crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And on the contrary, some pitchers are probably frustrated with this new pitch clock rule. And I, I'm, I'm not against it. I, I, I like the idea of it. I just have a little couple like, if he's about. Whenever it comes to runners on base, I'm not I'm not very fond of the only three pickoff move kind of you know after or the, you only get two yeah and then, and then you on have the third to be one successful. you have to get yeah. an out or he gets the next bag. I, I completely disagree with that. I love that rule because now it takes away you throwing step over off, step off, eight, step off times yeah. for no reason. Like you know you're not getting the guy out, but you're just being a <laughs> just a menace. You're just holding them on. You're not holding nothing. Man, You're holding yeah, me up from getting the hot dog. Like, You're yeah, making like, this inning last too long. Nothing competitive is coming out of that. You're just stalling. Ooh. So now you really got to be selective. Okay, you, you got some tries. You, you want to go for a third? You better go get him or else he's <laughs> going to the next base. Yeah. It makes so, it, I, I don't I know. Like I, I come from a... Uh, uh, time where yeah, back in my day, time. Back in my day no right? way <laughs> but no i come from a time where like holding runners on is a big part of the game and the 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 looks and you know the stepping off and the the picks and the timing it's kind of a big thing so to now be very limited per pitch 
that's just the only discrepancy where I have like it's an issue with. And just with runners on first base, especially as a right-handed pitcher, or even as a uh, again, as, even as left-handed pitchers, because sometimes you get that guy caught. Um, but it makes it tough. But again, I guess the idea, the 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 goal of pushing the game forward and getting it going in the stalling, I it does kind of nip that in the butt. Um, it just does suck for the very few that don't necessarily use it as stalling. Because like we'll, we'll tell you right now, so you know, a guy like John Lester, surely. If he's picking off, man, he really means it. So, you know. Oh, he wasn't picking off. Oh, he wasn't picking yeah, off. Yeah, I know. He was oh, sailing no. that ball. He was sailing Just, Yeah, I know. He wasn't yeah. picking off. So that's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, someone like that, he's really not going to care. Um, but a lot of these relief pitchers and guys that get put into tough situations um, with runners on, is it's going to be very, very more affecting for the bullpen, I feel like, more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bullpen, bullpen but, but particularly. Also, yeah, bullpen's going to be tough. But at the same time, as a baseball fan, are you mad at stolen bases being up? Because that's going to be a product of this. I think People stolen bases. I think stolen bases are better than holding runners on for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And, and like, just more action, more action. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's kind of counterintuitive too because since you're able to steal a base more often, you're probably more likely to want to take a walk, especially if you're a speedy guy. But so like that's resulting in less hits, but also action. like. You're getting on base now, like, having to have that runner potentially score because he's stealing is kind of nice, too. So it's like a weird double-edged kind of a vibe. Um, yeah. Pitchers get kind of squeezed into this weird thing where, like, walking somebody might be really detrimental because, like, you throw a pitch on the black, it doesn't get called, and all of a sudden now he's on second base because, like, they can't hold him on now. But, like, yeah. don't walk him on Pitchers' stuff is better. Pitchers have better stuff than hitters have hitting ability at this point, like, baseball's yeah. lifespan. So strike him out. Bozo. It will it will give the the runners uh, edge just on the time you know depending on how the pitchers take it if the pitcher wastes his time and has five seconds left you can really time a good jump yeah. plus with the extra three inches per bag now each bag gets an increase the bags are bigger by three inches you know it's three inches but that's you know it's we're, too we're, much we've even. Seen a lot three inches is three inches <laughs> it's almost too like, much we've seen some close plays man so um, <laughs> it's just it's, this is tailor tailor made for more of an offensive like push for action i feel like more yeah. than anything right yeah. get the action going get the guys playing um and so you know there's no you know no harm no foul all, I mean, all, all at the end of the day if this is going to bring people in because the action is higher now and the offense is up and there's crazier plays and more stuff happening in baseball games everybody wins i think that's the right way to say it too there's just more stuff happening in the game like that's pretty important and offense probably will be up i don't know how much it'll be up who's really that's kind of hard to say you know with the reduction of the sticky stuff and then now we're making pitchers rush a little bit offense definitely might be up and that kind of nico started it off with a little bit of a, a little mvp talk and we happen to have an MVP coming into the AL that broke the AL home run record. I mean, imagine if offense is so far up that this dude's out here breaking his own record next year. Like, that's Man. that that would be like insanely impressive. Um, I'm looking at the Vegas odds right now, and to nobody's surprise, Shohei is the favorite for MVP in the American League. Yeah, but he's not just a favorite. <laughs> Nico, you'll know these numbers. He's plus two twenty two. To win oh, wow. MVP, he wow. is the favorite favorite. Man, that That's... is, those odds are if you bet on Shohei, you get nothing in return. <laughs> he, of yeah. course, 
$100 is only getting you $222, and you have to wait until, like, That is a full season bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better pray, better, you know, God willing, you know, he stays healthy the whole time. Yeah. I, and that's really, honestly, that's probably one of the biggest things about a season so long is just who can stay the healthiest the full, the longest and be, you know, be all ready until the end of this year, right? Obviously, you need to win games, right? But you're not going to see guys and you're not going to see crazy win streaks in baseball. Guys going undefeated, teams never go undefeated. It's literally impossible. It's yeah. like not even in the in the shortened season in 2020, guys didn't go undefeated, right? So, again, you got to realize 60 games. Type of game. hey. Yeah, like it's not a game where, you know, NBA, you can go, you know, 72 and 10 whatever, and all that, apparently. 73 and 9. <laughs> no, exactly. And even that, it's crazy. So, again, uh, it's it's just who can stay the healthiest the longest. We're seeing already, um, and, and I have to make adjustments in my predictions this season just because of Edwin Diaz getting hurt yeah. in the WBC. Yeah. My, yeah. I had the Mets high up on my list, you know, coming into the season. And now they take a big hit, losing their all-star closer for okay. the whole season. Yeah. So, um, again, it's just baseball is just that game. It's the most humbling game like you can ever play. Like as as quick as everything looks great, it can all just go downhill like that. And really, that's what any sports, right? Yeah, but yeah sports. That's what makes sports so great. It. But with baseball, you've seen it though. Like, listen, hey, you know, you know, Christian McCaffrey can take the San Francisco Giants and and run, and you know, do do a do do a lot. A lot more, but if you don't got a bullpen, you don't yeah. got you know this in baseball. It's hard to win by yourself. Yeah, I mean, and the, high, and the highs and lows are are definitely prevalent. Like, Drew, I know you remember this. Remember, I think it was like twenty one or twenty, or maybe even nineteen when uh, Didi came out the gates firing. Oh yeah, and I thought he was going to the Hall of Fame off that year, bro. To start the year, Didi was looking like. A, first ballot hall of famer yeah. and then literally the next month he went oh for 70 <laughs> so it's Crazy. like dude he looked like prime chase utley with like a cool bat flip for like yeah. a full month and then actually turned into the mendoza line like it was nuts it, it's crazy yeah it, it was yeah so the eyes and those are crazy um who do you guys have for the al mvp and then we'll we'll get these mvps we'll get some awards in, and we'll look at the we'll look at the actual teams so I'm, without even knowing the Vegas odds, I actually got Otani. I feel like okay. going off the momentum he had in the WBC, he's just going to keep on rolling. And he he's going to go crazy on both sides of the ball. Like as he, he does. As he does. Keeps on developing, which is scary. He looked just ridiculous in the WBC. So I, I got Shohei, to be honest. Okay. I mean, that's super fair. Yeah. Shohei, I feel like, is the safe answer to go to. The only thing that I feel like that kind of um, drops his stock in that or, you know, his his level on that is just the fact that he plays for the Angels, right? Um, and, you know, it just kind of also can depend on how that season goes, right? Like, if the Angels are a tanking team, how do you kind of have an all-star in Shohei Otani, right? So it just depends on how good these guys kind of perform around him as well. Um, I really... Fortunately, it's for me to say if Aaron Judge can be healthy and have a really good year this year, um, I feel like he'll be a person that also leads his team and is the, is the face of his team during a playoff, right? Your captain on your team who plays all your, you know, every 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 game in right field out there for you. He's going to be your leader. He's going to be your guy. He's going to be your, your the new face of baseball, really, ideally. So um, I think, um, you know, 
having a season that he can have this year. We've seen the potential this man has, right? He, you know, all, everyone rides. He's hitting he seven. Has that. Yeah, he's. He's got that. He's got that. Um, that type of. He's a trendsetter in baseball, right? Now he's making these new trends. All rise, people doing all these things, right? So again, you look for a lot of these things. It's not just about who can perform the best necessarily in MVP. They also look for a lot of, you know, different things as well. Like, can he lead his team to that American League East tough division and win it, win that division out and take his team to the ALCS and even then some, right? Yeah. So again, I think uh, my 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 safe answer would be Shohei, but I'm going to go Aaron Judge this year. I think he kind of probably gets it done. Okay. Uh, one, one quick argument with uh, the Shohei thing. It, you look at Mike Trout. Yeah, all team success MVPs. doesn't matter, yeah. Yeah, just, so just, that, that's that's the only thing I, I got with that. Like, you, you can't really I think your team Shohei. being good should be like a pro, but I think your team being bad I shouldn't be too. a con. Yeah, so, yeah that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I mean, yeah, I'm just looking at it as like in the sense of if I had to choose between Shohei and Aaron Judge and Aaron Judge in the last, you know, 20 games of the season took his team from second and took first place because he, you know, came up big. It's you know, did all 14 on runs in that time. Right, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, those things are going to, like, play more into effect. Storylines, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Shohei Otani's 69 and whatever. Oh, 70, and Shohei just threw his third complete in the game, no hitter of the season. To finish fourth, and the Angels like, fourth place. Yeah, and it's like absolutely. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Oh. Um, I have a kind of a wild card. I have two guys that I think are not in the the true scope of MVP that I think are my front runners for MVP this year. Uh, one of them is Jose Ramirez. Habitually slept on Jose Ramirez. This is going to be one of the better Guardian teams we've seen in a while. I know they made the playoffs last year. They got they made some moves to try and get a little bit better. I think a lot of the reason he didn't get MVP votes last year is because they weren't great. Like obviously they made the playoffs and wound up winning uh, a series, but they weren't like great last year. I think they'll be a lot better. And then my other one is an overlooked guy because I think he's not even like the fourth name you think of on this team, but Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker is an elite defender in right field. He's got great sprint speed. Kyle Tucker is going to go 30-30 this year. He will hit 30 home runs and have 30 steals. That's going to happen, especially with this new pickoff thing that we mentioned. So he's going to go 30 for 30. He's going to be a gold glove candidate. The Astros are going to win their division. And he's going to probably hit like 280, 290 as their like six hole. Probably wind up moving up at some point, but like he's like their six hole. That's a guy that's got MVP candidate written all over him. So that's uh those are my predictions. Tampa native as well. Man. Damn, dude, dude. Damn. That'd be sick. Played against them. Yeah. <laughs> I played against them. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah, it would be it would be crazy. Let's uh slide over to the NL real quick. Uh who do you guys think is the favorite? Like just on Vegas wise. So there's um, a lot of names. Nolan, probably. Um He's not actually even in he's like number eight. Really? Yeah. I mean, his, his uh, co-star won MVP last year, so that kind of tracks Yeah, Paul Goldschmidt. I think he finished, yeah. like, third or something like he that did. last year. Um, with Soto? Yeah, Juan Soto. Yeah. Uh, Soto's Juan. number one? Juan Soto is number one. It's Soto, Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna in terms of Vegas odds. Uh, with that... Who's being, the third one? Ronald Acuna Jr. Okay. Pretty, pretty crazy that he's number three over some of the names on this well, list. But. he was injured last season, correct? Yeah, and nobody came back. He wasn't no. overly great. But obviously, you know, there's, there's he, he, he had an ACL. Like there's there's uh, there's a learning curve back. Um, but yeah, Mookie no, Betts um, too. So. 
Juan Soto definitely be be uh, up there for sure. Again, he's like one of those. He's just like one of the safe answers, right? In the in the year, he's he's a yeah. super. Well, he's never won one, so it's like it's almost like a safe. But like I want it to happen. Like please, like you've been like so good. Yeah. It's crazy he's, he's that sure. he he never won one because with how dominant he's been, you just feel like he has one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, with the way we talk about Juan Soto, it feels like he's like a yeah. four-time MVP. He's like twenty-three. Yeah. Like, yeah. It feels like he's a he's a four time MVP, but no, yeah, he's already a World Series champion. All right, yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. He's he's just you know again one of those new faces of the league. He's a trendsetter. I I coach a twelve U baseball team, and I'll tell you how many freaking kids I see at twelve U baseball doing a little shuffle, right? And again, these are like the things that you that you know your sport needs like yeah. right new fresh types Pre- personalities of remember, and, yeah. right exactly people used to do the Derek jeter always try to do the throw and you know make that joke um they did the bay uh the babe roof point to the outfield you know what i'm saying do you have anybody do the euro step on like a home run uh, yeah people have done the euro step um i so listen one thing i will say this kid that i was i was i saw uh, i don't know who they were they were just playing i was just walking up to the field I saw a kid do the Kirk Gibson, and he was doing arm pump. And I was like, yo, this kid knows something, man. <laughs> Dude, you're going pump. places. You're Come going on, places. You're going, he's going to the league ASAP, man. He's got knowledge. <laughs> he got respect Nico, for the game. What I, need you, what I need you to do, Nico, if anybody's doing the Soto Shuffle and they strike out, have them run bowls. No, <laughs> oh my gosh, man. I can't have you shuffling and you're striking out. Hey, so our kids, man, our, our older kids, remember a friend of the podcast, Coach Tim Blackman, his 2024 team, uh, yeah, shout out Coach Tim, his 2024 team, they got, you know, the Division One commits um, and some big name guys on that team. Those guys, they'll, they'll, they're, they're not going to be quiet, especially if you start some talking, they'll, they'll definitely chirp back. We've, we've heard some pretty funny things, man. Like, I think there's one kid who tried to shuttle shuffle um, uh, on uh, Dre Alvarez, he's a USF commit, I believe he was pitching at the time, and Dre gave him the sword. Definitely made sure he knew, shushed him up. You can look it up on YouTube, man. Our kids, the kids nowadays, man, they got something in the juice watching these guys. But again, I mean, this is that new era of baseball. Baseball is kind of becoming fun. It's kind of having that swag. Like people aren't as sensitive nowadays, right? Like bat flips are a thing. Pitchers are kind of pitchers are kind of now getting to the point where we're we're like all right yeah it's part of the game like now all right we're gonna do something back to them the sword type thing with yeah. Trevor Bauer he kind of implemented that and and that's what I was about to say I hate that everything has happened with Trevor because he was moving the game in a in a very good direction which yeah. is being able to be yourself have personality yeah like have fun out there like again like you know it's it's, it's a great exhilarating feeling and and the WBC was a phenomenal example of that too all the energy and the passion these guys played with like it made baseball fun like people who don't necessarily watch baseball they watch the wbc just because of how you know again the passion and the intensity the intensity is just up 20 percent you even heard guys who played in the world in multiple world series say that they've never played in anything like this type of atmosphere so um I, i think more than anything overall like baseball is on an upward hill here and we're we're really starting to kind of go over that and and get going with some really really exciting things coming up just the players now new new face new life baseball's it's a good time it's a good time to be a baseball fan no i 100 percent sure. agree but before we tangent too hard on this because we we can have that conversation all day long who, yeah. who you got winning the nl mvp i think uh i think soto gets it done this year i think he'll get it done this year um, 
kind of a down year last year too, so he's gonna bounce back. He's yeah. just yeah, he's and, and and he's still with the Padres, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so again, that's a team that has potential um to, you know, make something shake and he has a potential to kind of be that spark plug and to make his case our MVP of this year. So, um we'll go we'll we'll go on Soto MVP. Uh, I'm I'm not mad at that pick at all. I I love Soto and he has every opportunity to win this. I'm actually going with his teammate. I think Manny Machado is actually going to get it. I feel, like, I feel like Manny is going to show out, especially with Tatis not being there to start the year. Manny's going to help them help lead the team. Obviously, you got Soto there, too. So it's not like everything's on Manny's back. But I think Manny's going to play a pivotal role in this. Tatis is going to come back. All three of them are going to ball. Manny's going to lead the charge. And actually, a little segue after Jew makes his pick. I actually got the Padres in the World Series. Oh, my God. Oh my god, I um, I like both of those picks. I think they have one flaw: is that those guys are gonna like pack twelve each other and eat each other alive, and we're gonna ignore how great they've been because Tatis, Manny, and Soto are all gonna be great. So we're gonna look towards a different team. We're gonna look towards a different guy. And with that being said, newly acquired. Philadelphia Philly Trey Turner with Bryce Harper being out until the All-Star game so he can't cannibalize Trey is going to win MVP Captain America he was the best player by a country mile in the WBC and didn't win MVP because we didn't win it Shohei robbed him Trey Turner better don't care um, no but Trey, but Trey has been on this weird thing where he is just like a power hitter. Now. Putting it all together. <laughs> he, we've seen yeah. glimpses of Trey with power. We've obviously seen him win a batting title, and he's been a great hitter his whole career. Um, his defense is getting a little bit better. It's, like, kind of fine now. It was an issue for a while. And he still is the top five fastest guys in the league. So if you get 25 home run type power out of Trey Turner with all the other tools that he has, that's, like, a scary, scary type of player. And um, I think he's, like, fourth in odds. Yeah, he is. Plus, plus 1,100. Uh, that's who I, if I were to do it, I'd put my money on right now. No, I, I love that. And, I mean, the, the best comparison with, like, the newly acquired power that we see from Trey Turner, you look at Byron Buxton. Like, yeah. you look at Buxton, there's no reason he should be hitting tanks. Yeah. What? Whatever he figured out with his swing, he's doing it. And he's been eating his Wheaties. He's eating his Wheaties. It's looking like Trey got some, too, because, man, if Trey brings what he did in the WBC to the Phillies this year. They're going to be there. Dude, they added maybe the best player on their team to a World Series team. And granted, I don't know how much of a World Series team they actually were. It's had a nice run. That's the beauty of baseball. Um, yeah. And, like, without him, I don't think they make make it back to one. But now they got him. And then Bryce should hopefully be healthy. And then, like, yeah, Schwarber's still there. And JT. And it's like, oh, this team's kind of nice. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. If Alec Bohm puts it together, like, hold on. Like, they got a nice little squad over there. So I'm, uh, I'm definitely liking that. And we're talking about squads, so we might as well keep it going. Um, and we're talking NL, so let's just stay out there. We got the NL West, which Brooklyn just alluded to. He has the Padres already going to the World Series. So does that mean you win? Do you think they're winning the division, or is this a wild card World Series type of route? I, I do have them winning the division with the Dodgers and the Giants at two and three. Hmm. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to keep the, the Dodgers at, winning. Wait, the the Dodgers at three? No, or no like no. interchangeable. I got the Giants at three. Okay. Okay. Good. Dodgers at two. Good. <laughs> Good. 
It's like, wow. Ooh. Yeah, no, no, no. Not Dodgers. Ain't. I was scared. Yeah, I was nervous. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. what that was like, I was like, Mitch Hanniger is not like a no, no, needle no. pusher like that. Hold on. No. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, I just think um, just the Dodgers right now just kind of run. Like, they just own that division right now. Um, you have to take that. them off to make me think you... Can, yeah, like, like you, you know, know, you gotta beat me to, but to, 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 to show me, you know. Uh, so the Dodgers just they have talent stacked up, stacked up. They have they have probably one of the better bullpens in the league, probably one of the best bullpens in the league. And you know, I think the uh Dodgers definitely win. I think it'll be closer, like you said, with Fernando Tatis coming back this season. Um, it'll be very, very interesting to see. It'll definitely be a lot closer than the 100 and whatever 10 games they won to 89. Um, in the Padres, ago, yeah. the Padres definitely win a lot more games with uh, Fernando Tatis coming back. So, um, but I still, yeah, I got, I got um, definitely the uh, Dodgers winning the NL West. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to stick with that too. But I, it's, I feel a little bit of concern for the Dodgers because obviously they lose Trey Turner, and it's easy to you know re- replace Corey Seager. Cool, you did good. It's really hard to replace two all-star guys in two consecutive years at a really important position like shortstop. And then you have Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux goes down hurt. He gets he tears his ACL in the spring training game. Super unfortunate. So now they're going to have to hope that Miguel Vargas is ready and that his hand is healed up and he can play uh, maybe some shortstop, maybe some second base, wherever they wind up putting them. Uh, they do also have to replace Trey – or not Trey, uh, Justin Turner. I know he's not like a big part of their offense – towards the end of his time there because they were, you know, running Max Muncy over there and they were kind of platooning some guys. But they do have to replace him. That is another guy. Uh, Chris Taylor did see a downturn last year also. So there's a couple of things they kind of got to figure out, but Dustin May is coming back healthy. Uh, Walker Bueller hopefully comes back at some point this year. I know he he had a pretty serious injury. I don't know if he's going to come back at all. Hopefully he does. Uh, Julio Urias was a beast. Not, not that uh, Bellinger was playing at at the top of his game, but he's no longer there too now. It's so. probably a good, better thing he's gone, honestly, because now James Altman can play out there, and that's a really talented young guy. So, um, you know, they the Dodgers have one of the best prospect systems in the league. So losing talent's never a big issue, but you just gotta make sure that it's doing? what the dog doing. You just gotta make bring, sure bring that him uh, bring him on camera. <laughs> dog screaming. <laughs> Oh, I guess the dog's not a big, uh, big fan of the Dodgers. Not a big Dodgers guy. I can't blame. I can't blame him. Can't blame him. Uh, Central, NL Central. Uh, this division sucks. So I'll go with the Cardinals with their two MVP candidates. But their pitching is horrible. I got the Cardinals too. Yeah, the Car- Cardinals probably make the biggest, um, the best run. I mean, the division's just. It's not great, and the, I would like the Brewers to actually be the team here, but they don't know how to win games and, like, yeah. do it. And they lost Hunter Renfro, so Cardinals didn't lose yeah. anybody offensively. And Jordan Walker's being, starting uh, the year on the roster. Jordan Walker's going to be a beast. Yeah. I have the Cubs being spunky and getting second in that division. Mm-hmm. Nice. No, that's <laughs> fair. No. Nice. That doesn't mean a, a thing. No, but nice. <laughs> the Chicago Cubs finishes second with 70 wins. It doesn't fully yeah. matter to me who wins this division. So, because that, that's, that's a, that's a, a one central. and done. Yeah, it's a one and done yeah. exit. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, we have the maybe the best division in the league now, though, uh, with the NL East. And we got the Braves, Mets, Philly, Miami, Washington. Philly is actually 
third in odds in the division, which is, again, interesting. They went to a World Series last year against Trey Turner. They're third in odds. How do you guys feel about this division? I'm a, I'm, just, I'm a pro Braves guy at this current juncture. I think the Braves I, are going to win this division. I, I got to – I think I, – that's just tough, man. I don't know. I was big – I was big into the Mets. Edwin Diaz getting hurt doesn't help out anything. Um, you know, the signing with uh, Senga helps. Um, I think that's part of it. I want to see what Senga does. I have, He's such an unknown because, yeah. like, pitchers that come over in general are so hit or miss. They can either become, yeah. you know, Kentamaeda in his prime, which was pretty good, or they can yeah. become... Uh, who was the guy that was on Seattle? It's on the Blue Jays now. I'm blanking on his name. The lefty. Kikuchi. Like, they can be Maeda or Kikuchi. And, like, those are, that's a big difference between the two. So or, or, or they can look like you, Darvish, against Kyle Schwarber in the WBC. And that's not yeah. ideal. That's not well, ideal. Still, uh, with Justin Verlander also being there, that starting lineup is just – that starting pitching staff just goes crazy. It Justin Verlander, crazy. Max Scherzer, uh, who do you have? Cookie Carrasco, you know. Like you got, you got they, they, lo- they lost the uh, Walker, right? Taiwan Walker's gone. Taiwan Walker is gone. Yeah. He's gone. Uh, but again, now you get Kodai Senga. So yeah. you know, let's see how how we're able to let these guys come in again. You got a bullpen that's looking pretty well. Plus, you know, your leaders on your infield and you know Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor. Uh, Decent second baseman Jeff Jeff McNeil, who I don't think should have started over Tim Anderson and the WBC. Um, but that's both, both another, sucked anyway. So sorry. Another can of worms. <laughs> both um, were yeah. Bad. Um, again, uh, the outfield too as well was your your guys Mark Connor, Starling Marte, one of the faster guys in the league, who will probably get him about 25, 30 bags maybe this season. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Nemo, like the, the lineup just has a lot of potential, um, but. What's the good old saying? The uh, Mets are gonna met, huh? And, and for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> for that reason, I got, I'm I got out. them. I got them third in the division. I'm not gonna sip the juice like I did last year. They they lost it. They they lost all hope. Lost all composure. They lost all composure. I got I got <laughs> no faith in them. No matter how good they look on paper, because they still look great. Paper wise, they better. pass every test. Yeah. They pass every test paper wise. Guess what? I don't care. Third, I um. I got the Phillies actually winning this division, but by the smallest margin. Okay. I, I don't. They, they're not running away with anything. It's gonna come down to last couple weeks of the season for them to even win it. Braves are gonna be right behind them on their booty hole the whole time. So. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be super close. I think. Yeah, it'll be definitely coming down to last like two weeks of baseball. No, yeah. for sure. So that's where I'm I at. like that. I, the only way I see the Phillies winning that division is not even if Trey wins MVP, but we're going to get a Zach Wheeler Cy Young season. Mm-hmm. And, and Harper has to come back healthy, balling, yeah. playing at the this, this, There definitely are a couple of ifs, but I think Zach Wheeler is going to be great regardless. He doesn't even need to win a Cy Young for him to be great. Nola was fantastic last year, so the pitching is like pretty good. They beefed up the bullpen a little bit also. So there's, a, there's some good things happening in Philly and – I, you know why the Braves scare me so much? Because they keep getting away with getting young guys under eight-year deals for, like, a fourth of the price they should because they're doing it early. They can't keep getting away with this. Michael Harris. 
Michael Harris, and then Sean Murphy, and Acuna, and Albies. They can't keep getting away with this. Spencer Strider, they can't. There's uh, something in that Atlanta water, man. Dude, they, they love, love it there. Stuff. They have to love they it love there. It. And I, I, whatever they're, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but they, they got they got it made. Uh, moving over to the American League, we'll start with the worst division. We'll go to the AL Central because there's not a whole lot. I mean, it's actually a fun competitive division, I feel like, in terms of who's going to win it. Uh, very similar to the NL where it's not so much of a, a World Series conversation and more of just a winning it conversation. Mm-hmm. If the White Sox are healthy, they obviously have the guys. Dylan Cease is a Cy Young candidate. Uh, Luis Robert had a down year, but he's an MVP type of a guy. Uh, they lose Jose Abreu. That's a big deal. It's a very big deal. Yeah. And they're probably the only team that got worse in this division, which is not obviously ideal when you didn't win the division last year. Uh, so Minnesota... They get a little bit better. They go get Pablo Lopez. They re-signed Correa. Re-signing Correa just didn't feel like that was the thing that was going to happen, and now here he is re-signed. That's pretty impressive. Shout-out to Minnesota for making that happen. Yeah. Um, and then Cleveland, like I mentioned earlier, Jose Ramirez, they go get Josh Bell. They have one of the best pitching factories in baseball. There's some teams here. So, listen, for the White Sox, for me. Don't man, sip the Kool-Aid. I Don't. got to, bro, oh, because, listen. No. I, Liam Hendricks is out for a while. Which, Liam by the way, Hendricks, you know who else is out? The the old hag and uh, and Tony. He's gone. Listen, so, so sip, all, all, sip all the Kool Aid you want. All You're allowed to now. If, yeah. if these guys here, so if Michael Kopech can pitch, like he needs, he should be pitching. We're deep in deep into the if bag here. Yeah, yeah I know. Listen, <laughs> we've been I, I if for him. But again, since you, he came when up. you have. Listen, again, guys, when you have Lucas Giolito, right, uh, Mike Clevenger this year, I believe, is, is playing this season. Uh, Which he Braden. shouldn't be. Let's let's put that out there real quick. He shouldn't be allowed to play baseball this year. So uh, him not getting suspended is a bad guy. But he, yeah. he can play. So Lance, Lance Lynn, though, Dylan Cease, like you said, they have the arms to do so. On the offensive side, I really need guys like Tim Anderson, Jan Makata, uh, Andrew Benatendi to kind of produce the certain numbers that they need to do um, offensively and defensively. Yon Makata is a, is a defensive machine, so just if he can stay consistent and lock down that corner spot at third base, we'll be okay. Um, but Yasmani Grandal is a big thing as well behind the plate. Offensively, if we can use have him kind of be that, um, Get a rough that year, kind of year. Yasmani we knew in the yeah. past who can kind of be very clutch and very, very good in the, that order hitting kind of like in a 4-5 you know, type of hole. Um, we'll have a lot of, 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 of success this year. Again, the Central is not a big division where guys are, you know, it's not like the AL East, right? The, the division is up for grabs. Um, the toughest team that is going to be there is going to be Cleveland. Cleveland's really good probably, this year. Yeah. So they'll probably, you know, maybe get a wild card. Um, but I, I, I just got to go White Sox this year just to be against the grain. Go White Sox. Yeah, I, I got Cleveland and then Chicago number two. So. Really? You don't like the moves Minnesota made? Um, I don't have any faith in Minnesota, to be honest. Like, you bring back Korea, cool. But, I don't know. Bucks they, they, won't stay healthy, so. But that, that's know. the thing. Like, I, do. I don't really, I don't, they don't give me any faith over the last, like, couple of years when they were at the top of their game and then, like, they had the pieces to make stuff happen, didn't. 
and now they're kind of just like trying to piece things together and you want to make a run. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like um, it. I'll go with Cleveland too, but the youngest team in baseball. They uh, won yeah, a playoff series last sport. year. And, they, yeah, dude, I mean, if, like, Oscar Gonzalez is playing like he did last season in the playoffs, like, they're going to look way better offensively. That, that's the main thing for them. Can they, like, hit the ball out of the ballpark, like, occasionally? I'm not even asking, like, frequently. I'm asking occasionally. Because if they can yeah. hit, like, yeah. if they can hit two ticks below the league average in terms of home runs, this offense will be nasty. But they do not hit two ticks below the league average in home runs. They are, like, the bottom of the league in home runs. So if they can... Mm-hmm get that up to like the the 30th percentile we can have a real conversation about a world series but until that happens um it's hard to win games without the long ball that's just what it is you need a long ball yep. but i think they'll win the division yeah where do you want to go next west west uh, yeah let's go west let's go west the west the, dude the west is zesty this year yeah the West is zesty. Let's get this out of the way. The Oakland's West. over and under wins is 59.1. Or 59.5. Point one can't happen. 59.5 wins for the Oakland Athletics this year. Over or under? Under. They are horrible. I think over. it's under. Over. No. Over. This team can't win 60 games. No way. No. You're, play- you're playing more good teams. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I forgot about that. That's true. <laughs> you're playing more of them. Yeah, we'll, sit there. we'll, we'll go under. We'll go under. I'm going to hit a dangerous under, too. Oakland wins 51 games this year. They're going to be an all-time bad team. That's how I feel. Yeah, all-time I, bad. I'm, I'm on the, the road of they're going to be the worst team in the league. In, like, a long time. Like, that kind of bad. So, I'm sorry for Oakland fans, NorCal, if you're listening. No, I, I no, hate it. for you. Yeah. Truly. Hate it. Truly. Um, the, the true battle in this division, though, will be the, not who wins it, but the battle for fourth place, because Seattle, Texas, and L.A. all have interesting stuff going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Houston's going to win it. I mean, unless you guys feel otherwise, I, I feel like... Um, yeah, Houston probably The, the Astros won a World Series pretty handily. They got better adding Jose Abreu. Like, they lose Verlander, but their pitching staff is really deep anyway, like... I'm not worried about them. Should be good. Should be fine to win their division. Yeah. Should. No, I, I think easily they, they win it. Yeah, but like a good, a good seven, eight games. But Seattle, Texas, and L.A., like I said, all have little quirky things going. Seattle's probably the best rounded team of the group. The Angels obviously have the best superstars. But I don't even know how true that is because Texas got a couple superstars over there now. And oh, I'm, I ain't even going to hold you. I got Texas as number two. Already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that a... Over Seattle? No. Is that a result of, like, just the, the pitching getting that much better? Because it is getting significantly better. Yeah. It's you bring in DeGrom, you let um, Simeon and uh, Seager do their thing. They, they get another year under their belt. And I, I feel like they all mesh. It's a decent offense that yeah. needs another boost or two, but, you know, Simeon and Seager. Uh, Simeon had a great second half of the year. Like, fantastic. It was, like, one of the most slept-on second halves of the year ever. He was so incredibly butt-cheeks to start the year that people were like, ah, he sucks. And he balled yeah. out in the second half. Seager, again, like I mentioned at the top, with the shift being, like, tweaked will be better in terms of just results. 
Adelise Garcia has been a solid player for them for a couple years now. So has uh, Nate Lowe. Nate Lowe is one of the better hitting first basemen in baseball. Again, kind of slept on. But they do need production at a third base. They're getting, like, negative production at a third base. Um, corner outfield spots, they're just getting no hitting at all. And Jonah Himes is a decent little catcher. So they have, like, some pieces they need to really fill those holes. But DeGrom is, like, a healthy DeGrom is the most dominant force in the sport. And and obviously that, that relies on Him on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I got them number two. I feel like they... They just shock everybody, show up, and it's like, hey, what's popping? Okay. I I feel bad for not wanting to say Seattle here. Seattle showed every sign last year that they're a young team getting better. Julio Rodriguez was sensational last year, and I don't see a reason that he wouldn't be again. Maybe just like a sophomore slump, but like he's still a really incredibly talented guy, another 30-30 type of guy. Who, um, the pitching staff worries me. That's always the thing that scares me, though. When you get a team that that randomly showed up like that when they're young, it's hard to do it again. Yeah. So. It'd be very interesting. I I think think Seattle finishes at two. Um, Fair. I'm mad at that. (laughs) Yeah, I just think, you know. If Robbie Ray can have somewhat of a 2021-2020, you know, Robbie Ray type of season. Just don't pitch him against Jordan Alvarez, and maybe there's a chance. Yeah, and then Luis Castillo, uh, you know, they got they got a couple arms that can do it. It'll just be really kind of dudes and young poor. Yeah. Um, George Kirby looks really good. kind of got to get through. Colton Wong, Gino Suarez, J.P. Crawford, you know, these young guys, they got to step up to the plate and just – I think that's part of the problem I have with Seattle, though. Like, their boomer bust guys' ceiling isn't even that high. Like, I don't love Colton Wong's ceiling for, like, how okay he is not at the ceiling. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously Julio's sensational. I think Kyle Rowley is actually one of the best switch-hitting bats in baseball, too. Young guy, another rookie kind of got overshadowed. Uh, I don't know. I just don't like their bats as like a season long and a playoff long team. I don't know. And there's but, Seattle's that team where we're like, all right, we got our eye on you. We'll watch. We'll see what's up. They, you yeah. know what? You know what they give me big flashbacks to, like almost verbatim outside of the coach being a lame-o, is the White Sox from two years ago. Two years ago, the White Sox. Lucas Giolito was cooking. He was an Cy Young oh, candidate. Man. Had a perfect game or no hit or whatever it was. Um, he was really and good Lance that year. Lance Lynn one like a couple weeks later. Lance Lynn was fantastic for them as well. So they had two starters. They had the switch hitting guys with Moncada. They had some guys that couldn't play defense and hit. And then you had the young guy with Luis Robert. Came up, balled out, and then second year kind of took a step back. They gave me glimpses of that, which yeah. kind of isn't what I want from them. But, no. you know, I know we, we got to talk about the Angels too. I mean, we did a little bit earlier, but... Put Shohei and Mike Trout aside, and, and hear me out. Hear me out. They add Gio Urshela, a pretty solid third-base shortstop option, significantly an upgrade over the shortstops they've had. Like, Andrew Velasquez was starting for shortstop for, like, 70 games for them last year. That's just unacceptable. Yeah. A lo- but- There's a world where Anthony Rendon comes back and actually knows how to play baseball and, like, just plays baseball. He doesn't even have to be great. Just play. 
history. You get Brandon, you get Brandon Drewy on this team now. You add Brandon Drewy. Grows to a whole new level of talent <laughs> that I didn't know existed for him. And then you add Hunter Renfro, and Hunter Renfro is a 30, 35 home run guy. So now you're getting 30 home runs from Hunter Renfro, Trout, and Otani. That's 90 home runs. And then you're hoping that just Anthony Rendon plays baseball. Yeah, Brandon Drew, you can play any position. And all of a sudden, and then Jared Walsh is one of the better left-handed bats in baseball, too. So, like, this team has a lot of offensive potential. Just going to come up to their arms. It's just a matter of fact. It comes up with their arms, but their offense has let them down in the past, though. Like, they, yeah. they've had terrible pitching and a really okay offense. This offense is, like, elite now. Top to bottom, this lineup is very, very solid. And I don't remember the moves they made on, on the pitching end of things. I know Patrick Sandoval looked, has looked really good. WBC had a great end of last year. So they're looking at him and Shohei to be their number one and number two. Mm -hmm. uh, they go, what, Noah Syndergaard? Whatever, it doesn't do anything. But I thought Aaron Loop. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what are we doing like here? These guys on there, um, they're pitching. Hey, don't don't, don't forget about um that other pitcher, Brett Phillips. Nico's ah, uh, they do have Brett Phillips, known that's, pitcher. That's player in baseball right now. Um, known pitcher. <laughs> He's just better man. They got another two way, huh? Yeah. So two two ways. So shifting I, it over to the to the hometown, the East Coast, our side. Who we who we, who, who we got in this? Confunkle or whatever. Confunkle is a good word. Um, I think the Yankees pretty easily take the division this year. Everything pretty easily? I think they pretty easily take the division this year. They they easily. dealt with a lot of injuries last year and won the division pretty handily. Um, the team got better this year than it was last year. Harrison Bader is a significant upgrade to this team. Um, Isaiah Conner-Falefa is allegedly not starting a shortstop with the call-up of Anthony Volpe. If Anthony Volpe pays, plays half as well as he did this spring training, he is already the second-best shortstop in this division, which is crazy. R rookie of the year, Anthony Volpe. Um, and then, obviously, you have a healthy Stanton now. DJ LeMay is back. The issue with the Yankees right now is just health. If they're healthy, they win this division. It's not even close. That's just the way it goes. They're starting the year with Frankie Montas, Carlos Rodon, and Luis Severino all in the IL. And that's brutal because this is the best starting pitching in the American League as a team outside of maybe Houston. But then you lose three of your top five starters. And now Clark Schmidt's starting game two of opening, or yeah, game two of the year. You're like, Oof, what's going on here? Um, I do want to say. This is the highest I've ever felt on a Rays team ever. And I think this is I think this Rays team is going to be one of the best wild card teams we ever see. I just think they're gonna look good. I think they look fantastic. This is the first time I can ever remember, and Nico, you can correct me if I'm wrong, the Rays having a legitimate MVP candidate coming into a year. This is the first time that I think they have the best infield in the division ever. Um. Yeah, you got uh, Brandon Law, second base, Yandy Diaz, and uh, uh, first or third, really, you can play both, kind of. But I Wander think we're at first base because we have um, uh, we have uh, uh, G Man Choi out, so uh, Yandy he Diaz, and I don't think Harold Ramirez is gonna get time in the infield really with these guys here. Um, but yeah, you got literally Wander Franco, shortstop. You can I like Isak a lot. Yeah, I like him a lot. Short. Where do you like? Where do you put Wander at second? No, I like Isak at first. 
Oh, at first. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get my first. Yeah. yeah, put him at first too, and then throw Yandy at third. Yeah. You know what I, I like mean? him at first. Uh, so, so like they have one of the better infields. I know the the Blue Jays exist, right? So it's kind of hard to say they have the best infield, but they have one of the best infields. They have the best pitching staff in the division as as a staff. I think yeah. their their starting pitching is like a tick below the Yankees as a unit, but like. What does a tick mean? Up Zach Eflin. Yeah, so and he's he's we'll great. He, I think he's a really good number three or four. Uh, Tyler Glasnow comes back healthy. Shane, well, Tyler Glasnow, I thought just got re-injured. Is he back again? Oh, I don't know if he got re-injured or not. Yeah, I thought he had just got re. I might. I could. Be I mean, wrong, if he does, that's, that's classic Tyler Glasnow. Tyler yeah, made of glass. Glass now, like that's just unreal. We'll see. We'll see how long the wheels on that bus ride. Um, Crazy. I'm more. I'm more focused on uh, Drew Rasmussen, Shane McClanahan. Uh, Zach Eflin, like, we really need him to kind of come through. But our bullpen guys are great, you know. Yeah. And Shane Boz as well, you know. A lot of these guys, too, you know, we're very, very known for the openers. So a lot of these guys are, are, are we have we have probably, like, the most pitchers on our pitching staff because a lot of these guys are going to throw. That phone call going crazy. Can't hear you. Yeah. That yeah, phone call still you. ringing, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I know what you're saying though. The Rays, their their bullpen is deep. The pitching staff is great. I do have a little bit of concerns of anybody in the outfield not named Randy Rosarena, and I have concerns for Randy in games that don't happen at the end of September and onward. Um, when Randy is in the playoffs or in the games that matter, he turns into the prime Willie Mays, and that scares the hell out of me. Um, getting there is the issue. Um, I think Toronto is like. Kind of weird, because they've been having all these expectations for years and years, and it's kind of pieced itself together. They had a really good year two years ago where they just, like, don't make the playoffs because the Yankees had 100 wins, and the Blues just had, like, 98. They didn't make the playoffs. Like, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Um, But Kevin Gosman, they have him. Jose Barrios, sucks. That's a problem. Kikuchi, sucks. That's a problem. Hinton Ryu, is he even on that team anymore? Like, he is. Does he play? He hasn't played, like, two years. It would be nice if he came back and helped out that starting rotation. Uh, they lose to Oscar. Losing to Oscar. I didn't mention him on Seattle. That's actually a big part of Seattle. They lose to Oscar. And they replace him for Dalton Varsho. I think that's, like, a serviceable replacement. He's a way better defender, but he's nowhere near the hitter. They got Kevin Kiermaier, too, man. Whit Merrifield. Whoa. <laughs> Whit Merrifield's never pushed a single needle ever. Although he's gonna steal forty bags this year. So oh, shout out to I him. I don't have no idea why I'm thinking. I'm thinking Bobby Witt Jr. in my head. Um, my bad. I, I mean, Whit Merrifield's fine. He's a fine player. He's fine, I guess, man. I don't know. The Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are like the the pinnacle of like everything looks great, and then it just like. You, pre- you press the play button and, like, the DVD, or the CD starts, like, skipping on song three. You're like, why is it skipping? You, you take some toothpaste, you, you, you fix it, then it skips on song five after you fix it. And it's like, the, the Blue Jays are getting dangerously close to losing everything that they have because you better hope that you start making runs and putting all these pieces together because when it's time to pay these Bone. young guys, Vlad. what are you going to do? You're going to pay them all all these millions of dollars and lock up your money to build depth on this team just to be mediocre again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So their window's closing real, real, <laughs> real fast, and they better do I'm something fixed. quick. Because Bobichet and Vlad are definitely looking to get paid. That's for sure. Yeah, and they should. They, they deserve it. it. You saw. You saw what Dansby just got paid. Come on now. Yeah. Come yeah, on absolutely. now. Those better than Dansby. Come on now. But guess what? You lose those guys, and in a couple years, the Orioles are actually gonna be like a team. Yeah. With all the young players that they're coming up with. Yeah. Don't, don't be surprised when you see Toronto at fourth place. That's the thing. Like, you can't let these windows pass you like the Yankees kind of have for the better part of the decade because the other teams that are bad will start to get good, like Toronto. Toronto was horrible. And then they get Vlad, they get Bo, they get Springer, they get Gurriel, and it's like, whoa, this team's pretty good now. Yeah, and at least like the Yankees, you have the luxury of having a good farm and, and being able to go get free agents. But, like, how good is the Blue Jays' farm that you're going to – be able to create another Vladimir Vladimir Guerrero. Well, you want to know how good their farm was? They uh, gave up Gabriel Moreno, their best talent, for a uh, left field replacement that probably won't be as good as Teoscar this year. And then uh, Jordan Groshans was the number two prospect. They gave him up for Zach. Was it Zach Pop? I don't know. But Groshans goes to Miami, and he is actually terrible. So, like, every time they trade a prospect, they go somewhere, and he's not good. I'm like, there it is. There yeah, goes so Toronto. Blue Jays, hurry up. Your your clock is ticking. Yeah. I do think the Blue Jays get second in the division. I do too. But I think I that the Rays are better. It's a weird like it's a weird thing. I think the Rays are better by like a decent margin, actually. Like if they're playing a if they're playing a wild card, the Rays are like blowing it back out. But um I think the Blue Jays get second. Go. With, with that being said, that doesn't even mean that the that the Rays don't make the playoffs. No, I'm saying they do. I'm saying they do. I'm saying they both do. Yeah. I don't even, no, I, they, 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 they both do. They make the playoffs. Yeah, the, Rays the, Rays the, Rays the Rays are making the playoffs. The Rays are making the playoffs. division if we want to take it there, but they're making the playoffs. The Rays are winning the division. Third place Rays. You think the Rays are winning this division? Rays are winning the division. Yeah, we. It's it's. This is the same conversation every year. They, oh, they what happened last year? All right, that's great. Played the playoffs. Yeah, I, 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 I was like, like, we whatever, bro, whatever, bro. I don't so whatever, bro. I'm not gonna get into this, bro. Whatever, right? He big mail. He made. We'll just, we'll just, uh, we'll just see, man. We'll just see how the season. Right, so, so, everybody, give a team from the AL and the NL for teams to watch, and then your World Series teams. A sneaky uh, team to watch is the Rays. Yeah, bro. Like it's I'm telling you, stop playing. Come on, bro. And they're not even sneaky anymore. And I don't know why the Rays are like this every year. People think they're like underrated. They're not underrated. We know the Rays are. We good. are underrated. They're not yes, underrated. We are underrated. We are underrated. We. How many commercials are Rays players in now in baseball? Maybe bro, they're all boring. Ah, get a get a marketable player that you don't trade away, and maybe you'll have that luxury. We have Randy Rosarena. We're trying. Okay, we're trying. We're you, are trying. you are trying. You are trying. You are trying. Want a big bag. Oh, he's leaving. He's gonna, you know, bro, he is getting paid like 500000 like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's leaving. He's getting the bag. He's leaving. Truly. That's sad. Uh, the Rays, yeah, I agree with Julian. Rays are definitely a sneaky link team. You know, team sneaky is just a sneaky link team. They're definitely sneaking in there. Um, I think this season is, is, is going to be very, very, very good. Um, I, I'm not going to be conceited and have a big head and say the Rays are going to the World Series, though they will make a nice, decent, good run. Okay. They'll make a very good run. Okay. Uh, I, I do have um, 
I had the Mets really going into the World Series this year. And just, I think they can. That, that Kool-Aid going crazy. I'm, I'm, the Kool-Aid's going crazy, you but Justin Verlander getting there. You let Justin them do it to you again? They did it to me. You let them Justin, do it to you? Justin Verlander's so the Tom Brady of, of pitching right now. So I got uh, – You know, um, sure. He's yeah. the Tom Brady of pitching. I got Mets and Astros until the Astros can kind of like – until someone can kind of knock them down. Incredibly fair. Incredibly fair. Prove us wrong. They, they got, got better. better. They got better. Yeah, yeah like they're they going better. to – the Astros are definitely going to probably be in the ALCS this year yeah. without a doubt. I mean, they have so, been, they've been in it the last seven. So. Yeah, so. My, my teams to watch would be the Angels because I do think now that they got a little piece – they got a little taste of like what it's like to to play in meaningful games. Otani and Trout, maybe maybe they run it up. So I got the Angels for a team to watch, and I also got the Marlins. That that team has been knocking on the door already for like yeah. I mean their their pitching just keeps on getting better and better. They they um let me double check. It is an odd year, which means obviously El Garcia is gonna know how to hit a baseball, so that helps them. Yeah, yeah I, I think I'm, I'm with you on that, Brooke, in about a year. I think next year. I think I think next yeah. year, too. I think it's one, I think one year to get it done this year. Like, I, I, I really do like uh, the Luis Arise pickup. That's true. That's true. He's fantastic. I really like that. Gene Segura, cool. Joey Wendell, like, obviously, Garcia, Jose Soler. Like, you, you got people on this team. So It's an odd year. Garcia's going to ball. Yeah. I'll start yeah, this, this doesn't mean team to watch that they're going to win the World Series. But yeah. Yeah. I, I like them to be spunky. So, got the Angels and the Marlins. And then World Series, I got Padres, like I said, and Astros. Pain to me to say. But. Yeah, we're, st- we're sticking Astros. Um, I'm not, though. I, I do think, and I don't know, like, the, the non-homer like, way to say this, but I never actually go for the Yankees to make the World Series. I never do. Carlos Rodon makes this team significantly better. Like, significantly better. And Carlos Rodon is going to be, mark my words, when the Yankees make the playoffs this year, whatever, if they win the division or not, I don't really care. He's going to be the game one starter. He's going to be the game one starter, which is crazy, but that's just the way it's going to be because he's going to shove this year when he comes back healthy. And I got the Yankees, and I think I'm going to go with the Braves. Yankees the, and Braves. Yankees, I would love Braves. That. I think that's what I'm going with. I think that's what baseball needs. A little bit of a, a little bit of a '90s throwback. You know, the uh, yeah, the good old Smoltz era Braves. Maybe get a little bit of vengeance on the Yankees. And if that's the actual World Series, I do think the Braves will win it. So, okay, that's my prediction. That's very good. I like it. That's how I feel. Austin Riley, watch out! Another MVP type of guy. I was gonna say him over Trey, but. I had to reel it back for Captain America real quick. But, um, yeah, uh, that's all we got for you guys. That is our baseball preview for the year. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Let us know who you guys think are going to win every division. Cy Young's, MVPs, all that good stuff. The first pitch is Thursday. I don't actually remember what the first game is. I think it actually is Giants-Yankees. So um, let, me, let me double check that. Yeah, I'm not... Brooke will look that up, but we do have opening day this Thursday, so we got baseball all summer long, and I'm excited. All day, every day, baseball, baseball. All day, every day. Also, March Madness was kind of cool. Final Four next week. Nice. The coolest Final Four maybe ever. Uh, so opening day is Thursday, correct? Yep. Uh, Boston, Detroit. 
and Miami Mets will be the first games at 110 Eastern. Horrible. Nice. I don't know if there's going to be a <laughs> game on Wednesday night. Let me... No, Thursday night is opening night. Yeah, it's everybody's playing opening night this year, which is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Don't, don't put the weird yeah. one team. Yeah. But yeah, cool. We get a one o'clock tip. <laughs> All right. Well, thank <laughs> you guys again. I will be with you next week. Make sure you follow at Spectators Media, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Yeah. Peace.